<laughs> I'm always tempted to start these as, what is up, YouTube? <laughs> so, anyways, um, first of all, like, who the hell am I? Because I'm 24. It's 9.52 p.m. on a Saturday. I'm, I just finished washing some dishes. I'm baking a cake. I'm doing laundry. And I feel like there was something else I was doing. But it's like, shouldn't I be, like, going out? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> so my window's open in case you hear any noises. And uh, my door is cracked in case you hear it creak. So everybody knows I, <laughs> I get asked why I'm single a lot like to the point to where I have people that have barely known me for a few months trying to hook me up with people and it's like wow either I look desperate or people just really want to see me with somebody and that's crazy so Anyways, I I know why I'm single, and so I'm going to let everybody else know. <laughs> so, um, honestly, it's a choice, and I kind of mentioned this last time, but it's a choice. It's a choice to not settle. It's a choice to choose me, like so many people would rather put up with some bullshit than to be alone and in all reality I have technically been single for six years as of August that whole thing that happened a few months ago I don't count I don't even like to talk about it um but yeah, so six years. So I was 18. I'm 24 now, going on 25. And like that sounds sad, okay? And I feel like being a woman, a young woman, and it's not like I'm ugly. I mean, I'm not like some Instagram model or anything, but I'm not by any means ugly. Um, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on my shoulders to have a family and like find somebody and settle down and have kids and it's like yes I want all of this but I just feel like there's such a time clock and so then I'm constantly looking and then I'm like oh well this didn't work so what's wrong with me and it's not that there's anything wrong with me back in the day <laughs> yes if you would have asked me that back in the day I would be like there is nothing wrong with me I'm perfect <laughs> but like Back in the day, I can definitely wholeheartedly say, I wanted to argue, like, after my ex. So, speaking of my ex, like, we were thick as thieves when we first started dating. Or so I thought, like, I thought this was the man that I was going to marry. And so we met. I'll just briefly go over this. But, like, so we met. He was a junior and I was a senior. And... So, like, october I think it's, like, beginning of October um, out here is when, like, homecoming and stuff is. So, we had a pep rally, 
and the volleyball players <laughs> threw candy and I got hit in the eye. So I had a black eye. And he saw me afterwards and talked to me. And like that weekend, he babied me. And then we started dating a few weeks later. We met each other's families on Thanksgiving. Like we got each other Christmas gifts. Like I thought shit was all sweet. Whole time he was cheating on me. But I didn't know any of this. So like he was in and out of jail. I think he went to jail like, excuse me, twice while we were dating. I don't really know, but I was at all of the court dates. I don't think there's one court date that I missed. Like, I was there when he got released. It was just, I was always there. I was answering calls all the time. Like, I would hide, I was working uh, retail at the time, and I would hide in the uh, dressing rooms to take calls, and I would write letters, and my mom was like, Sabrina, you need to get over this. Like, I didn't want to go to my senior prom because he was in jail at the time. And his mom was actually like, no, you need to go. Like, she straightened my hair for me and everything. But, like, the whole time, he's telling me he wants all these things with me. He wants to have a family with me. He wants to marry me. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it really fucked up my trust. To say the least, like, so it ended August of 2012, and I don't know when I wanted to start dating again, but it was like, I would want to talk to people, but it was like, I didn't want to be with anybody. It was like a game, kind of, like, how many guys could I talk to? And it's not like I was talking to them at the same time, but it was fucked up. Um, I feel like I was in my prime, like, after that happened. I did have a midlife crisis. Right after we broke up um, was the first time I chopped all my hair off and bought a new car. (laughs) I was driving a bucket. I was driving a 2001 Toyota um, my senior year. I had bought it on my 18th birthday. Um, And that, I think, like, Labor Day... Is that right? I think that's the holiday. Um, I had chopped all my hair off, and then, like, Labor Day weekend, I went to go buy a new car. I didn't trade my old car in. Like, I just, and he went with me, but, like, I went through, like, a midlife crisis at 18, and people think that's funny, but I'm so serious when I say that. Like, that's the best way to describe exactly what I was going through. So, you know, I was hurt. I was damaged. And, um... For a long time, it's not like I wanted to admit that. Nobody wants to admit their damage. Nobody wants to be like, my ex hurt me this bad. So, yeah, for a while, I didn't want anything to do with anybody. It was just like, we could text, but you're not my dude. I'm not your girl. Like, it is what it is. I remember I was hanging out with this girl, and um, I don't remember who all went with us, but there was this party. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I was so drunk so when I was um younger I'll be, I say that like I'm old but when I was a little bit younger like not of legal drinking age basically and even when I did get to drinking age I could could and would drink anything so there was this party we had to get into uh well to get into it everybody had to take I think it was like two shots of moonshine so I took everybody in my group's shots And then this other girl that we knew put hers in, like, a slush from Sonic, and she didn't want it, so I drank it. 
I was high. I was drunk off my ass. Like, I could have, I, I, I'm pretty sure SWAT showed up to that party. <laughs> uh, but, like, basically everywhere I went, like, it was a dude that I had talked to or was talking to. Like, it was crazy. And then I was too drunk to drive, so I had to call somebody to pick me up and, it, it was a whole mess and that was a different guy that I had talked to then when he picked me up he started to want to talk to me like <sighs> I was damaged I didn't want to talk to nobody then like even after all of these encounters where I didn't want anybody when I did start to finally want to date it was like nobody wanted to date me and I I feel that way and I still feel that way because it's like a guy will approach me and it's like he'll act like he wants a relationship, but he really doesn't. Like he'll approach me like fresh out of a relationship. Some guys will approach me while they're married, while they're in a relationship. And I don't know. I have to find out. And luckily I'm smart enough to like figure it out before it goes anywhere. But um, yeah, so I've had a few encounters. One that definitely sticks out to me because I don't want to get into all of them. But like I feel like a lot of guys also have this like... It's like, everybody has these preconceived notions about me. Like, I dated this one guy, and he was a felon, but he had just uh, pretty recently gotten out, and he was trying to do better for himself. So, like, he had a good job. And um, since he was just getting back on his feet, like, he didn't have any, like, money to actually take me out. So, I remember one time we went to the movies, and the next time, I think we were supposed to go to, like, dinner or something like that. Not even anywhere fancy. I don't remember where we were supposed to go, but... I got dressed and everything and um when I finally called him like yo like is it time like are you ready he was like oh he made up some excuse and my sister was dating his cousin at the time so she told me like uh I think like the next day or the next week or something she was like yeah he didn't have any money and he didn't want to tell you that because he was embarrassed like I don't care I, I don't care. I think a lot of people do think I care. So I'm constantly fighting these battles where people think I want one thing or I'm going to think something of them. When all reality, all people have to do is talk to me. Like, <sighs> communication is so key with me. It's ridiculous. And so many guys suck so bad at communication. Um, there was this other guy that I had talked to. He was a football player. And he was trying to get drafted. And I helped him find a manager. Like, I kind of went behind his back, but I mean, it was like a surprise. So I contacted all these managers uh, for him and, like, sent clips and all this shit. And he got contacted by one. And so when he told me that, I was like, oh, you know, congratulations. And then I looked at my email and I told him, like, yeah, you know, I had contacted them. He's like, why did you do that? And I was like, shit, my bad for helping your dumb ass out. He cooled down after that. But then, like, I was sick. So I told him, I was like, you know, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go to bed. And this was, like, a few weeks later after that incident. And um, I was like, I'm, I'm going to go to bed. I'm not feeling well. Um, and he was going out. He was living in a different state, like, going to college in a different state. But he would, like, come back on breaks and stuff. So he was out there. And he was going out. And I was like, yeah, you know, have fun. Like, text me when you get home. And he went off. <laughs> and I'm like, I just don't get it. Because 
I understand these chicks like say, oh, well, have fun, likes to be rude. But I wholeheartedly like, man, have fun. I would never say anything like that with ill intentions. And it's also like guys compare me to their past things. And I did that. I did that at first. I will wholeheartedly admit that. But like now we're grown. I feel like I'm going to let you know why I feel a certain type of way. And I don't, I wouldn't say I have trust issues because my ex, like, a guy's going to do what he wants to do regardless of how good of a woman you are. If he wants to cheat, he's going to cheat. It doesn't matter if you're cooking him breakfast, lunch, and dinner, giving him head as soon as he walks in. Like, it does not matter. If that's what he's going to do, that's what he's going to do. And that, I know that. So it's like, I'm, it is what it is. Um... I prefer people to be honest with me. Like, if you're not ready for a relationship, be straight up with me. Like, hey, Sabrina, I think you're great, but this is not what I'm ready for. There's only one person that pissed me off when they told me that. And it's because he told me way too late. Um, And I actually really liked him. But, um, and that's because, let me go back to that part. That's because he thinks I'd be like a distraction because he's in grad school right now. But it's like, homie. I can improve your life. Like, I could kick you dinner while you're studying. I don't know. But, I don't know. I'm not a needy person. All I need is time. And if I'm not fed, I'll feed myself. <laughs> but, mm, yeah, I don't know. Like, communication is huge for me. Um, if you don't want something, communicate that with me. If you do want something, go ahead and let me know. If I feel the same, I'll let you know. If I don't, I'll let you know. Um, I do feel like I avoid a lot of guys. One, because they're not my type. And I, I do have to... This, I don't give a fuck how shallow this sounds. And if you say otherwise, if you disagree, you're a fucking liar. I have to be physically attracted to somebody in order for me to pursue anything with them. Because I'm not going to be staring at you while I'm trying to eat, if you're, if I just don't find you attractive, like, that's setting the relationship up for failure, and you ain't gotta be the finest nigga ever, you could be a little ugly, because I'm a little ugly, but I got a bomb-ass personality, and I'm funny, so, be like me, and shit, (laughs) you'll get somewhere, but, like, I feel like I'm constantly being held on a pedestal, because people assume things about my life, rather than asking me, and, um, or, like, they'll compare me to their ex or what they see on social media. And it's like, bruh, Sabrina is Sabrina. And Sabrina will always be Sabrina. So, like, just talk to me. <laughs> That's the easiest way to figure things out with me. Because I feel like after my assault and after my miscarriage and losing my grandma and all the things that I've been through just in life in general specifically like from December till July um changed me like I've gone through things that made me shut down but I've also the things that happened from December to July honestly like made me a different person I'm still the same person, but, like, before I was sheltered, I wouldn't talk to new people. I didn't want to engage with nobody. I didn't want to do anything. Like, I wanted my space, 
and that was that. Like, I didn't want to be touched. I didn't want none of it. And that's not to say I didn't, like, it's it's hard to explain because, like, now, I wasn't sociable back then. Now I'm sociable. I can talk to people. Like, I feel like I'm more relatable. I'm more approachable. Um, I stopped wearing makeup every day. Um, I talk to more people. I laugh more. Even, like, when I'm just... Even when I just don't want to be around people, I've noticed that when I am now, it, like, makes things easier for me. It makes it easier to process. So, like, I'm alone right now, so I'm probably going to start crying. (laughs) But, like, at work, you know, I have all these people around me. Um, Otherwise, I'm usually with family. And I've teared up a few times around my family, but they they don't really know what's going on or what has gone on to the fullest extent. But back to what I was saying, um, why I'm single, what is that song called? Mm, hold please. Shame. I cannot pronounce this girl's last name. Uh, it's Kiana Lede. I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. If somebody knows, please tell me. It's L E D E. So I recently got into listening to her, and she has this song, and it's called Shame. Um, and basically, I feel like I can relate to this song so much. Like, I will have my windows down and blast it just screaming my lungs out singing my lungs out sorry I kind of scream too but like basically this is how I feel because I've always in most of the situations I've been in and even with my ex like I showed them the light I showed them a better way to be a better man hoping that that they could be that for me but they weren't like I basically helped the next girl out and it's like well who's gonna help me because I get seeing all these broken guys all these guys that are just destroyed or you know that I have to help but like who 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 the fuck out there is helping the person that I'm supposed to be with like please let me know because please send him my way I can finish the job but so the song, um, it's like, I always seem to get my way way too late. Uh, say you want to be a new man with your new lover. Like, you want to be a new man for this chick. And she said, uh, just remember who showed you that. You used to be about yourself, now you're selfless. Glad I could do that. Like, I helped you. Now you want to be this new man for this new girl. And then she gets into it like, um, let's see. It's a shame she's going to know everything I taught you. It's a shame that she's going to get to see a better you. Uh, It's a shame I went through all that shit. Like, I've gone through hell and back with the people that I've dealt with. And it's just ridiculous, dog. Like, the amount of shit that I've gone through. And people don't even know. Like, 
I talked to guys that had babies on the way, whether I knew it or I didn't. I talked to one guy, and I'm so sorry if you listen to my podcast because I, I appreciate the man you are to your soon-to-be wife, but I really liked this guy. And we started talking, um, and then he tells me he's going to work it out with his baby mom. And now they're getting married. It's just, it's always something, like, I don't know, like, but yeah, so, that song describes everything, and it's just so frustrating, because I always constantly hear, why are you single? You're so beautiful. Why are you single? You're so smart. Why are you single? Why are you single? Why are you single? And it's not that easy. It's not. I don't know. Because I had somebody tell me, oh, well, you're always ignoring these guys. And I'm like, well, I don't find them attractive. And, you know, everybody's ugly to somebody. (laughs) I've been told multiple times, like, I'm not cute. And I'm like, well, I'm cute to me. So your opinion don't really matter. Um, But people will tell me, like, oh, you're single because you're picky. But it's like, am I really being picky or do I know my worth? My cake is done. Hold, please. God. (laughs) My cake finished. I came back thinking I could just jump back in the same one. And it ended, and then my microphone died. But basically, I just came back to end this um, by saying, to a certain extent, I'm single by choice. It's mostly a choice to not settle because I know my worth, and maybe there is nobody out there for me, but I don't know. I have reached a point to where I'm like, (laughs) I don't want to be bothered. Like... Honestly, at this current moment in time, the only person I would settle down with would probably be Jelani. Mr. Lani, but he's leaving me. He's moving out of the country probably, so. (sighs) Besides that, like, I, there's nobody on my radar. Nobody's really approached me. I'm not approaching nobody right now because I just don't want to deal with it. So it is what it is. But before I go, if you're still here, I appreciate you so much. Let me find my codes. (laughs) As you guys know, I'm a brand ambassador for four brands. It might be five. I was contacted by another company, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to work with them. It would be a real big blessing if I do, though. Uh, so I'll check on that. But um, as y'all know, my code is still only 10% off uh, <clears throat> Malik. <laughs> uh, but go ahead and go to Respire Grooming. Enter Curly10. It has to be all caps. Curly10. I tried it out myself. Um, so go ahead and get you some stuff. Some body butter, some beard stuff, some chapsticks. Um, 
my code for Great North, because, or not my code, my link for Great North is in uh, my bio on Twitter and Instagram, both Curly Messy Bun, uh, because I don't have a specific code. You have to use the actual link, and it's 35% off. Um, California, uh, go. you could just go to their website and use Sabrina, that's S-A-B-R-E-N-A, four five two three five two zero. I think that one's 20% off. And then the last one is Laylo Apparel. They got some bomb ass shit on there. Um, and the code there is just simply CMB for Curly Messy Bun. So yeah, that's all I have for y'all. Thanks for listening if you listen to this. But yeah, so I appreciate y'all. And y'all have a good night. I might as well go finish my laundry and shit. So bye.